Welcome to Match Weekly. This is Richie. This is Peter. And we are getting into the nitty-gritty. We're getting down to the, the, to the later part of the groups as we're going down this lovely alphabet. We're in Group G. And what we're going to talk about is Brazil as, uh, as, as expected uh, numero uner, uner yep. favorites. Uh, can they get it? Oh, I can give it, but I don't know if they can get it. Uh, <laughs> can the Swiss prove their worth after supplanting Italy for the top spot in qualification? Yes, this is what Peter wanted me to talk about. And can <laughs> Cameroon meet the expectations of Samuel Eto, who predicts them at uh, the numero unos, the favorunis, the World Cup winners? <laughs> Kick off. Let's get right into it, Peter. How do we feel about this group? Uh, it's going to be an interesting one because mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some shocks in the group. I think there's going to be some not so shocking <laughs> results in this group. Uh, this Brazilian team is very strong. They're world number one for a reason. They, I'm pretty sure they are the favorites to win the whole thing, you know, for good reason. Their attack is astounding. They have a really yeah. good defense, a really good midfield, and they have, uh, Two <laughs> goalies that could be starters on almost any other team in the world. Uh, and then you go along yeah. the rest of this group. It's like, obviously, Samuel Eto has already said, spoiler, Cameroon's winning the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and, you know, this Swiss team is very strong. They proved it at the Euro, I think. I mean, who'd they knock out in the Euro? You remember? No, but something tells me you do. France. Knocked out France mm. in the Euro on penalties after France oh. could not hold the lead. I believe they scored in, like, the 90th minute, something crazy like that, to send it to extra time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I remember now. Thank you for jogging my memory. I was driving home from work, screaming in my car. <laughs> uh, Just swerving. <laughs> they did it! <laughs> this Serbia team, I think, is in- incredibly underrated. Um, but we'll, we'll see, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, Serbia being, an, I, I would say, understandably underrated for the fact that uh, we don't see them often enough in the World Cup. Um, thinking about, you know, the region that they're coming from, uh, my thought is always that Croatia is usually the more reoccurring character versus, you know, Serbia, Slovenia, Macedonia, Bosnia, all of those, um, where names are usually ending in itch. Um you know, only one country can get by. Um, but yeah, they they have plenty of talent. Um, in you know, talking about Brazil, just mentioning briefly the goalies. I mean, that entire team has a lot of depth that can carry them far. Um, but at the end of the day, you only what matters most, I guess, is just that starting eleven. Um, so let's see. Where do we? You know what? We got to start with Eto's Eto's boys. I yeah. mean. So I think (laughs) the the true favorites, (laughs) I think plenty of people have seen this at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. Samuel Eto, (laughs) he predicted the most insane. (laughs) So his semifinals was Senegal versus Cameroon, (laughs) France versus Morocco. And then the final being (laughs) Cameroon over Morocco and Senegal beating France for third place. Um, We all know why that is. <laughs> He's obviously I... from Cameroon, <laughs> the, uh, the probably the best player in their history. But it's you know he gave us a talking point. <laughs> um, thanks, no, Sam. Thanks, thanks, Sammy. <laughs> big, big fan of your work. Um, big fan, Sam. 
they they got a solid team too going into this. Like they got uh, Andre Onana, who I believe is the goalie for Inter. Um, this yes. Season. They have Eric Maxim Chupo Moting, who's played for every big team and Stoke. <laughs> Uh, uh, and he's, he's I was still gonna say every big team and Bayern. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I don't know why we're <laughs> we don't need to separate Stoke. <laughs> um, it's he's he's good too. He scores everywhere um, that he's gone, so you can only assume that he's going to score here. Uh, and then you have Carl Tokoikambi, who has been on fire this year. Yeah. And, you know, it is a team that shows promise. Obviously, not every team can do well in the group, but you could see that this team, they definitely can. Whether they will or not, who knows? But they definitely can. And there's Nuhu. Nuhu's on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the, uh, the MLS talent that appears in this Cameroonian squad. I mean, yeah, uh, Nuhu and Mbezo, or Mbezo, Bezo. I don't know. It's it's a combination of Jeffrey Bezos and embezzling, which sounds appropriate. Um, oh. Yeah, those two are the standout MLS figures that I see. It's always nice to see um, some representation there. Uh, there's one player that I really want to mention, uh, purely for some comments. Uh, Vincent Abubakar, and I don't know if you know what I'm going to mention, no, I but, left it uh, alone so that you could. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Uh, apparently, um, he spoke out about Salah. And at the time, Salah, who has 23 goals, 9 assists, and 26 games, uh, I believe this was in February, he goes, he doesn't impress me much. Uh, I say it clearly because I'm an honest person and I have my way of seeing things. <laughs> if he impressed me, I would say so. <laughs> Um, I think he leads on to saying that he could do uh, what Salah did if he was in that team. Um, And I think when you are open to saying such things, it only makes watching this team a little bit more exciting um, because depending on how they play, if this guy will start alongside uh, Chupo Moting, uh, of any sort, or if it'll be a combined front three with, you know, um, Toko Ikambi and uh, Chupo Moting playing on the wings. Uh, I would love to see, you know, him put his money where his mouth is and, you know, show show us a good time. Sounds weird, I guess, when I say it like that. Uh, <laughs> you better show me a good time, you mouthy son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but, uh, and, and not that I'm, you know, a huge... Salah fan, but you know you gotta recognize uh, talent where it is, and it's just shocking to imagine this guy folding his arms, going, "Meh, he's all right." <laughs> you know, he's eh, he's all right. You know, um, so he sticks out for me. Um, I mean, is Salah at the World yeah. Cup. The what is Salah at the World Cup? I mean, there you go. Uh, case in point, he's won it right there. That was a quick point counterpoint. <laughs> One point to Abu Bakr, <laughs> zero to Salah, which I'm not sure if he even knows. Um, we'll just keep it that way. Um, it's also nice to see uh, players such as Brian and Buomo um, get called up for Cameroon, I believe, when Brentford came up. He was recognized as a, a French player, and you're seeing him 
you know, switch nationality to make a team and be able to get to the World Cup. So it's it's good to see a team uh, like Brentford have players that they can put out in the World Cup that aren't Danish. So it's nice to switch things up for a pace. <laughs> uh, and yeah, as you said, the um, Toko Ikambi, he's at Leon, right? I believe so. Oh, I love a good guessing game. I'm pretty yes. sure he is. He is at Leon. But, uh, yeah, you know, the the form that he's in, you'd like to think that something like that can carry over into the into the World Cup. And uh, another familiar name, just because I'm going off of this, but we have a Andre Frank Zambo Anguisa, <laughs> who, is he at Napoli or Lazio? Uh... I, I know he's on a blue Italian team. Napoli, yeah. Napoli. And I think before that he was at Fulham. And he looked, you know, very solid. Um, everybody, you know, was kind of rumored with him. Ends up picking an Italian team. And I don't blame him. A lot sunnier. Mm-hmm. A lot nicer. A lot maybe, more racism. Uh, yeah, that's that's where... <laughs> that's, that's, the, well, that's, the, that's the only thing you got to worry about when, when you go play for a team like Napoli. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the big issue there. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we'll see. I mean, the guys, the guys put in some work for Napoli. He's only gone up and, uh, and then another player who I remember kind of burst a bit at Celtic, uh, Olivier Giroud. Hmm? Yeah, Giroud. (laughs) Burst on the scene at Celtic. My God, if that beautiful babe of a French man played in the green and white hoops. Cameroon. Oh, man. Well, interestingly enough, I didn't know this about Olivier Incham, is that he started at um, his senior career at Manchester City. Two years, 2015 to 20, 2017, no appearances, no goals, solid start. Right. Um, but ends up you know, getting a loan at Genoa, ends up at Celtic for four years. He looks great. He's rumored to go every which way ends up uh, on a loan in Marseille and now is comfortably at Swansea City. Um, gotta love the swans but here we have some efl representation in a national team gotta love it um and yeah uh i mean i i feel the pressure too if uh you know if let's say man uh we get called up to the u.s men's national team and clint Dempsey says yeah yeah these guys gotta go to the finals it's it's my prediction you know uh I, I get it wanting to have that absolute confidence in your in your nation um, well I mean I, I think I do want to say <clears throat> yeah. it's not like they I would say so there were three African teams who qualified <laughs> for the World Cup who like played legitimately strong opponents to go in obviously you have Senegal versus Egypt arguably the two best African teams, which I still am mad that only one of them made it to the World Cup. I mean, these guys were in the final of the African Cup of Nations just one year prior, and then only one of them could go to the World Cup. Senegal beats Egypt on penalties. Ghana beats Nigeria on away goals. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have Cameroon beating Algeria on away goals. And the, the only reason I'm bringing this up, and I haven't really brought this up, for Senegal, and I'm probably not going to bring it up for Ghana when we talk about them, <laughs> but in the entirety of African qualification, the top mm-hmm. two goal scorers, well, for two, there's a five-way tie for second, but still, 
Slimani had eight goals, and Mares had five. In this list, no Cameroonian player like is even in the top three. You know, like there is a tie for third, there is a tie for second, but none of the Cameroonian yeah. players are there. They beat an Algerian team that, you know, scored goals for fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they made it here ahead of them. And that, ha- that, you know, that proves something. They, you know, are a team to watch out for. They know how to win when they need to. Well, yeah, just, just as we said in previous episodes, you know, like all, all these nations are above average you know they had to find a way to get to the world cup in some way shape or form so um there are those moments where like you got to be like oh these guys can do it they can pull it off um and you know looking looking at this group we could see some uh pretty fun games um (laughs) uh we'll see just how it turns out love love upsets here and there love the spoilers love the the destroyers of game we talked about it yesterday. Yeah, or, uh, we yeah. talked about it last episode, I should say. <clears throat> yeah, yesterday, last episode, it's all a blur to me. <laughs> Love is um, You know, live fast, die hard. Live hard, die fast. Live hard, die fast, That's yeah. what you were trying to I say. I can't believe I mixed it up. That's I what you were mix trying it up. to say. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, and, again, that I, I, I think the only thing I could probably say before moving on is that you know the offense has those notable players that can produce some top quality the midfield you know there's notable names it's the defense that worries me mm. a bit for them and Ooh. again not to, yeah not to discredit you know the MLS talent but um you know we'll see we'll see i'm i'm not entirely uh well versed in that of Nuhu and Mbezo but um, we'll see. We'll see uh, if they're up for the test. Because, again, they're in a group with uh, Brazil. You know, it's numero uno versus numero uno. And uh, hopefully they can get Samuel Atto to uh, commentate. That would be great. I would love oh, the absolute biased commentary that is Samuel Atto watching a Cameroon game. <laughs> that It would just be like listening to any game with Joe Buck. Uh, just guys... <laughs> clearly picking a side and annoying half of the people listening <laughs> so or actually no more than half because even as a neutral i despise the man um <laughs> sorry um just had to target someone real quick and yeah um if we go up i mean we gotta tackle the the gang that took took uh took a spot away from your boys you know the the swiss they didn't take a spot away well, i, I, could, I see I it could, as i could talk about it for a long time italy did that to themselves they yeah <laughs> makes me so mad yeah but we can't they, talk about that now yeah they did it to themselves and the swiss were just they were just there doing their thing and they're like all right we're up next let's do it yeah uh, and um you know uh familiar names across the board um i i've always enjoyed jan sommer in goal for the swiss um not saying i know play styles of goalies or anything but i i don't know why but i think of jan sommer and 
Casper Schmeichel kind of equally in terms of solid uh, European international goalies that have had um, long careers with a club. You know, Jan Sommer with uh, Mönchengladbach and and uh, Schmeichel at Leicester City. Um, they're also both incredibly handsome, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> um, if you guys are listening, <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> DM the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> defense, um, I mean, I remember when Ricardo Rodriguez was, you know, the guy when it came to, like, uh, a solid left back his career's kind of twisted and turned a bit um last yeah. i remember he was at like torino still and there he could, and he was also playing as a center back like i, I want to say they probably had three at the back and put him on the left side um so it's nice that even in that age there's still that versatility because it looks like at least from the defense that i see akanji and shar and alvedi um, and Comer, ooh, I want to say those are all center backs, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're playing three at the back and, you know, Rodriguez or uh, Widmer could either play those wing backs or they're slotting in at the center backs on the left and right side. Um, and there's there's some there's some fun fun guys still hanging around in the squad. I mean, uh, I'm sure Peter. There's some some guys you love in the midfield. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Shakiri's always good to make a World Cup entertaining, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, know yeah. he's gonna score from like 50 yards out, like he always does. The Obvi- the solo goal contribution. Yeah, obviously <laughs> being facetious. He he loves to take a long range shot though. He's going to score from probably like 28, 30 yards out at some point. Everybody's going to go fucking nuts. He's going to make a symbol for like Kosovo and everybody online is going to be like, oh, what a prick he is. How dare he? And it's like, guys, it's like (laughs) really not that big of a deal. (laughs) Um, Shaka is, you know, going to get a red card at some point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the, The one that I'm like really excited to see is Zakaria. Because, like, this guy goes from Juve to Chelsea on loan, right? Goes to Juve last year from Gladbach, I think. Um, Goes to Chelsea on loan. Doesn't play. (laughs) Then then they're like, ah, you know what? Maybe we should give him a chance. And I'm pretty sure he, like, (laughs) scored in his first appearance. Um, Yeah. Granted, he Um, is a defensive midfielder, so he's not known for scoring. Uh, but still, like, this guy is, whenever I watch him, I always think to myself, how does he not get more recognition? He's very good. I think he's underrated. Um, but you're never going to talk about a defensive midfielder unless they're best in the world, so. Exactly, yeah. That's, that's where you can't help but feel the underratedness is if it's not, you know, the, the, the top defensive midfielder, if it's not like a Joshua Kimmich or... You know, even um, Conte. Yeah, or even Conte. Then it's uh, then you're just seen as you know you're glazed over, and then you know those that recognize you go, oh, so underrated. Nobody's not, (laughs) nobody's talking about him enough. And to go with him scoring for Chelsea finally, 
I want to say there's there was like a Twitter account that was like because I think you know they signed him on loan, but then he was like injured forever, and I think it was like a Twitter account that like every weekend was like, no, he's not back. <laughs> and it's like every weekend was like, no, he's not back. No, he's still injured. And then finally plays and scores. And I think the Twitter account's like, all right, I'm done. I did my job. Shutting down. So now. yeah, shutting down. Yeah. Um, perfect timing when um, Musk purchased. I guess I don't know. Uh, and yeah, Shakiri, um, some more MLS representation, right? Is he still yeah. at Chicago? Yep. Yeah, man I mean, you also a... got names like Jabroso. It's another name that I feel like he's only 25 years old, but we've been hearing a lot about him lately. Yeah, um, yeah. He, him, I've I've liked so Stefan. Um, yeah, Fastnacht, like these are guys that uh, I always try to find, you know, one team in each European league to kind of, you know, keep an eye on. And all three of those guys have had, oh, actually, even Abishir as well have had, um, you know, their careers starting or at least have touched uh, the young boys. Yeah. Touched the young boys. Okay, I just don't, realized what I don't said. Don't be saying that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no and uh and then we see players like oh some nottingham forest representation and remo Freuler, uh who came i think from atlanta or atalanta sorry atlanta united definitely not um so yeah there's there's the recognizable names there's there's players to get excited about you know for you i guess sicaria yeah exactly and uh Brill and Bolo yeah, we're gonna have to go through another fucking tournament where he talks <laughs> about how he's the greatest striker of all time. Yeah, yeah. That you drove know, me nuts during the Euro. All they ever well, talked about was how amazing Brill and Bolo was, and it's like he's good. Um but like <laughs> I wouldn't put him up there in that elite forward category just yet. He's twenty five, he's got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And he's also, you know, when it came to that international level, I don't remember seeing that much to be impressed by him um yeah. you know uh we'll see i mean as the as the years go on you know eventually that will hopefully die in terms of the repeated story um but who knows maybe this will be the world cup where he turns it on and turns everyone else on by his breathless display <laughs> makes a name for himself football. makes a name for himself yeah produces some magic um but yeah we'll see um i who knows uh I'd, I'd be interested to see uh how they play with the rest of this group um because then if we look up serbia serbia lovely lovely serbia my dark horse of the tournament Ooh, okay yeah, i think that this no. team can do a lot better than people think i mean when you have is Mitrovic fit? That I'm not sure of. Um, I mean, like, if you have a healthy Mitrovic, a healthy Vlahovic, um, Tadic is there. Tadic always is good. Like, uh, <laughs> what's the guy from Lazio's name? I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I'm, I'm not um, even going to try. Ooh, let me attempt it. I'll, I'll embarrass myself. Um, Sergei Malinkovic Savage. Yeah. That felt He's good. great. I, felt I feel like you one. always hear about him getting transferred every window. Yeah. Um, hasn't done it yet. There's another Malinkovic Savic 
on the team who's a goalie, <laughs> which I believe there's no relation. Ah, man. Um, Luka Jovic. Like, this team, it has names on it mm-hmm. um, that can definitely show up. It's just a matter of do like they're all young essentially with the exception of like Milinkovic Savic right Can, and i guess Mitrovic is 28 wow that's crazy i mean i'm i would i don't know i th- i think a lot of them are more on the older side um well no just of the names that i've mentioned oh okay I yeah just I of the names that i've team. mentioned like, all right and you know i've mentioned more attacking players Obviously. Yeah, in the in the forwards, yes. Um, again, it'll be cool to see Vlahovic um, play on the world stage. Um, Jovic nice. was was always you know um, seen as such a, a big talent to pick up, and he's kind of you know rattled his way a bit. Um, played around Madrid. Yeah, no, he did. Um, just uh, not enough well, to keep him. Not he well came out with keep. something recently, like a statement where he said, like, oh, I went to Real Madrid too early. So he definitely yeah. recognizes the fact that he still has work to do, which is why he chose Fiorentina. If you looked at this past, like when he moved there, he was having, he had interest from, from very big clubs. And he still chose Fiorentina, who, you know, is not a small club by any means, mm. um, but it's definitely smaller than what he could have gone to. So, oh, absolutely. You, yeah. you know, you love to see the maturity in the player to say, hey, you know what? I got to work on things. It'll probably be best done at this club. So I'm excited to see what he does. Um, yeah. The whole, the whole team, you know? No, absolutely. And um, what is it? Just looking at the names real quick. A- again, um, I mean, just to give some focus more on Dusan Tadic, I mean, loved him at Southampton. He's only gone on to be even greater at Ajax, despite getting, you know, older um, and being able to play, whether it's, you know, behind a striker or on the wing. um, uh, He can put on some beautiful displays. And if I could see, I mean, my hope is that when you have and I had to double-check the injury to Mitrovic. <laughs> Last thing I saw is uh, the Serbian manager say he will go to the World Cup without a leg if he has to. Oh um, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, but to see the idea of you know Tadic really slotting in Mitrovic and Vlahovic and Jovic, uh, I would like to think that pairs well. But also, to me, that's the clear sign of what teams need to stop. Um Obviously, I'm not a coach or manager. I will say that time and time again. But on paper, I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be Tadic to the other forwards. You cut off that supply. There's that. But, you know, there there are other names that can hopefully uh, carry where um, Tadic might not be able to shine, depending on the opposition. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a fun team to watch, though. That's for sure. A fun team or a fun group? Fun team. Just the team. Group's going <laughs> to suck. Group's going to suck. Group, no, group it's gonna be G a fun group. going to suck. It's going to be a very fun group, I think. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
I have their match Sorry, up against Bahrain. It just has to load to see if Mitrovic saw any time because this was like their mm -hmm. tune-up match, right? The uh, Friday before the World Cup started. Love a good tune-up. Tune-up. Doesn't look like it. Yeah, it says he has a broken foot and he'll be out a few days. So <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens there. Oh, God. Yeah, we'll see. And hopefully we we get to see a, a fit Mitrovic carry his beautiful Fulham Premier League form into, uh, into the World Cup. Yeah. And now on to the main event. Let me tuck the napkin into my shirt. Grab my fork and knife. We eatin', boy. We eatin', Brazil, boys. Um, yeah. Uh, again, as we said, the the numero unos, unless you ask Eto. Um, Were there the numero zeros? Oh, we'll see. Um, and just a team with so much depth and the quality in across the field entirely i mean everything as you yeah. as you said from the start like between allison and ederson um both would start in any team that's in the world cup mm -hmm. i mean man city and liverpool's goalies great players uh i don't know if you saw though but allison uh shaved his beard we so strange <laughs> i i forgot what player said it but it was like you look like you look like an american <laughs> You look like a random American or something, <laughs> <laughs> which I guess is super offensive. I don't know why. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll have a, a baby-faced Allison. Um, I guess he just wants to blend in with Ederson, and if that's the case, um, get braces. I don't know. <laughs> um, so it, yeah, it'll. There's the confidence in goalkeeping, and where one falters, the other can swap in, and then there's. Uh, a man that would have a beautiful name if it wasn't for the W, uh, Weverton. Weverton. You know, just... Uh, I believe it's you know, Weaverton. 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 <laughs> we'll see. Um, just makes me think like Weevil from like Yu-Gi-Oh. This is the guy that throws <laughs> the cards over the boat. What a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, what a douche. Um, so yeah, solid in the goalies. Defense, I mean... I feel like you know them better than I just for the fact that a lot of them have had long careers and or not long but at least prolific careers in Italy. Oh yeah. I'm not looking at the yeah. squad right now. I'm trying to find Oh, well then I'll list them for you out loud. Um Go ahead. Go ahead. We, we got Danilo, we got Alexandro, uh Bremer, Thiago Silva. Oh. oh, so we're only naming Juventus players and Thiago Silva, huh? I'm just reading the list, man. <laughs> you know, these are these are, you know, guys who've played at Juventus. Um we also have Marquinhos who did have his time in Rome. Um and he's then we been have, at but he's been at uh PSG since he was like twenty three years old. Yeah, yeah. Um I, I just always see like those Instagram uh posts of like players in jerseys and they're like you'd be surprised where they used to play and marquinhos in a roma jersey pops up a lot yeah and yeah it's because you know that he's been there since he's been with psg for so long that it's like you almost forget he had anywhere else you'd be like oh, i love a good one club guy 
and then you got to <laughs> dig a little, aka type his name and <laughs> go to Wikipedia. Yeah. Um. So again, you know, uh, a lot of experience at the top level, and then Eder Militao, who's you know showed up for Real Madrid, and Danny Alves, you know, being that lovely veteran agro brazilian presence in defense <laughs> 39 <laughs> it, years old yeah you know definite definitely his last world cup as a player well, so you don't, know, you don't know that come on i thought the last world cup was going to be his last world cup yeah that's fair but i don't think a 43 year old danny right. alves Listen, is coming out onto the field he just again we get real geared up for the united states say i gotta play in that country man yeah, he's like, yeah, I think I could switch, and everyone's telling him no, and then he just flashes some money, and they go, okay. Okay, you know what? I've changed my mind. Might as well. Um, you know, midfield being, again, another solid display, and this kind of clearly shows that, of course, Brazil's going to play the 4-3-3, because um, especially when you look at the midfield, Bruno Gimarish, Casemiro, Everton Ribeiro, Fabinho, Fred, Lucas Pequeta, you know, either central midfielders that play defensively or, you know, more creative midfielders that move up a bit. Um, Gimarish has had such a great time at um, the lovely Saudi Arabian um, national team. <laughs> um, Casemiro, you know, his time at Real Madrid and then don't know how. You got to say the team. You can't just say the Saudi Arabian national team and not say what the actual. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Newcastle. Newcastle. (laughs) I, I, I mean, I thought that was the name. I I thought Newcastle did a great job. (laughs) God God forbid anybody listens to this who like doesn't really know soccer very well. (laughs) Yes, yes. The uh, Saudi Arabian bought Newcastle United. Um, Bruno Gamaris is only done prolific things with them in my opinion he showed up he's he's a great talent and still very young um casemiro being a absolute presence in midfield fabinho with his you know his time at liverpool and was he at psg before that or monaco who uh fabinho i want to say monaco fabinho fabs monaco ah there we go and uh, yeah, again, solid defensive midfielder. Fred, although always comes with so much uh, scrutiny uh, when it's him paired with uh, McTominay in midfield with Manchester United, but obviously he sadly doesn't have his Scottish brethren for the Brazilian national team. But if McTominay finds a way to switch national teams, I'm sure Fred would demand him right. starting the lineup. And then... <laughs> And then you talk, you go talk about the forwards who are. Uh, it might be the best group of forwards in the entire tournament when you got people like Neymar, Vinicius Jr., Gabriel Jesus, Anthony Rodrigo, Gabriel Martinelli, Pedro. Um, who did I miss? Richarlson, Rafinha. Like this group of players. How are you going to choose who to bench? Like. I understand there's some people on this list that are obviously going to be <laughs> bench guys. But, like, I can think of probably four of these guys who deserve to be starters in a 4-3-3. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vinicius Jr. and Neymar have to be locks. Because Vinicius Jr. has been unreal this year. 
Yeah, no, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, Neymar, you have to for name, but uh, I will for say, like, all? name Neymar. Um, but also, and again, uh, it's just the small population that I communicate with, which is my students. But um, they, they, even they, uh, they talk about how um, Neymar's trash, <laughs> which I think is so funny. Um, uh, the the publicity in France hasn't been favorable towards him, but yet he's still putting up amazing numbers for PSG. I mean, the whole offensive line at PSG has been doing phenomenally. Um, so it makes sense for him to start. Um, yeah, Vinicius Jr. Um, at Real Madrid. And then it's just who, who slots in in the middle because you have Gabriel Jesus, um, Richarlison can play right uh as the striker um as we've seen with everton i miss you um and martinelli as well although i feel like he usually leans more towards the left it's it'll be fun to see them play around basically with the the forward line um and with the ability to sub on you know more than three players uh again that depth will really be a huge help to them right i mean like you talk about this what uh just a couple months ago i think it was obviously gabriel jesus is starting up front right he's kind of cooled off since then Um, yeah yeah you could see really any of these guys playing in that central role now and it's going to be interesting to see who they actually go with because like like i said just go back and listen to the names or you know what just go and read the names who are forwards on this team they're all of them are starting quality are you asking me to do it in an ASMR voice? Yes, please do it in an ASMR voice. <laughs> All Brazilian fans would love. Just well, And then goalkeeper, <laughs> Allison, Ederson, and Weverton. Oh. Defense. Yeah. We, have, we have 39-year-old Danny Alves. Oh. I hope Danilo. there's a 38-year-old. <laughs> I hope Thiago there's Silva. an older... Yeah, I hope there's Tiago. Give me some Tiago. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's. If we talk about bringing up Brazil uh, with our forks, knives, and napkins, we can't help but salivate at watching a team like this just turn tricks. Um, I can't wait to see Anthony do his three sixty, whatever the hell you call it. Yeah, that uh, the English pundits hate so so much. But um, you know, every Fortnite kid will love because they don't understand it, and neither do I. Yeah, I mean. It'll be it. It gets, at least it gets eyes to the game. Gets kids really enjoying this kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it'll be you know, a great team to watch. Oh um, yeah, oh yeah. And They're gonna my, yeah. run this group. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Again, Eto might know something that we don't. He does. Yeah, he does. He most likely does. <laughs> and with that, uh, Petey, my boy, you know, as as uh, as the game comes to an end, how are you calling this Group G? How do you I'm think calling it's gonna it end? Group G for Group Brazil because Brazil's gonna win the whole thing of the group, not the whole tournament. But <laughs> Brazil's gonna win the group. <laughs> I think Brazil's gonna get three wins. Um, they're, they okay. seem unstoppable. After that, 
I'm going to say Serbia goes through, mm-hmm. then Cameroon, then Switzerland. Okay. I think this is time. It's, you know, it's not going to be the most popular pick of how the group's going to shake up, but I think that this Cameroon team is a, and this Serbia team are a lot stronger than people give credit for. And I, I just, Switzerland does not impress me as much as the other two teams do. Okay, yeah. Um, I honestly don't think my predictions are far off from yours. Um, obviously, you have to go Brazil number one. Um, again, looking at the squad, the depth, the talent versus the other teams in the group, um, it feels very clear. Um, so yeah, ab- absolute number one in this group. Uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna give the second spot to Serbia. Hell yeah. I just think. Um, when it comes to third and last place, which at the end of the day doesn't really matter, yeah. I feel like the Swiss uh, can at least edge out Cameroon mm-hmm. and at least give Serbia a Great. bit of run for their money, but it's it's where they've faltered internationally that'll allow Serbia to kind of go ahead. Great. Now um, we're never going to get uh, Samuel Eto'o on the pod. There's always, you know, four years from now. Um <laughs> Maybe next winter. <laughs> Maybe next Winter World Cup, we'll we'll get Samuel Eto'o to 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 New York. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, it's a cold time. You should come here. It's don't so yeah, don't come. Yeah, honestly, it's Group G for go kick rocks. If you think you're beating Brazil, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and hey, if if any of these teams can get a win from Brazil, that's that's the team to go number two, in my opinion. If any can of them can give Brazil a good run for their money, those who those I feel will get to that uh, second position and at least give in the knockout stages the other teams a run for their money. Because if you could challenge Brazil. If you can keep it tight, if you can keep it close, which I hope teams like, you know, uh, Canada, the United States, Mexico, um, if if you could have those teams go up against these big talents and give them a run for their money, um, I will immediately expect more from you. Yeah. Um, so, so you either crumble and falter against this uh, Brazilian team or you puff the chest out and say, go kick rocks, Brazil. Look at me. I'm using that phrase all the frickin' time. Bring uh, it back. Bring it back. Bring Kicking Rocks back. That's that's a long shirt that we're going to be selling. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see. It, it's honestly just who can give Brazil a little bit more stress than the others. Um, it's hard not to feel as though Brazil kind of have... Three um, wins. They're going to get three wins. Yeah, they have, a, I would say, an easier group. Not to, you know, shit on the others, but it's it's hard to look at that Brazil squad and go, oh, they, they might have a tough time at Cameroon. Have yeah. you been listening to that Samuel Eto'o? He really knows his stuff. The man <laughs> used to play. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah. That should be it. I mean, there's not much more else to say. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see who can give Brazil a run for their money. Um, And on that note, um, 
got to go to the eye doctor. I I've, I have dailies. I have daily contacts, and uh, I missed the last step where you take them out. So I got like 15 in my left eye. I was going to say something, but... All right. I will smell you later. <laughs>